Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, I'm Lisa Dent. Steve is here, Kevin, Mary, and we welcome the village manager for Tinley Park, Pat Carr. Pat, boy, that was unexpected last weekend. Not anything you want to see happen in your town, right? Uh, That is correct, Lisa. Again, thanks for having me on your show. So if you're unaware, last weekend there was an armed forces event it was a carnival, and some people want to call it a flash, a flash mob, or a teen takeover. I, I'm not. I don't like those names. I think when you say teen takeover, that that empowers them, and they don't deserve that. Um, I, I I liked what you said. It was it was just designed to disrupt. That's what it was, right? Yeah, absolutely, Lisa. We we had that situation, and it was an organized uh, effort to create chaos. Uh, that's what we did. That's what they did. Uh, we responded in kind, and we shut it down, cleared the area, and uh, shut the carnival down. And of course, it's all on video, and we've seen it happen not only in Chicago, but of course, it's bubbling in the burbs as well. So, what does this mean for future events in Tinley Park or in surrounding areas? I mean, are we going to be faced with um, tighter security at checkpoints? What are the good folks going to have to deal with because of the bad kids? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's what they want. They want to disrupt. They want us to do things that will impact uh, others and and prevent, you know, a fun event. And I know here in the village of Tinley Park, we're not going to be deterred uh, by thugs like that. And, you know, we always plan for these events. I mean, we we hold hundreds of events a year. We have the Credit uh, Union One. That's the new uh, theater name for the for the concert theater that we have, where we we have Janet Jackson this year for uh, that's having over twenty five thousand people. We prepare, you know, we prepare for all of these events all the time. And you know, will there things uh, be done differently uh, coming up this summer that that we will be doing? Absolutely, and it's stuff that we've already planned, um, but it, it's needed in the times we're in. The suburbs are not immune; it's all over the place, but. Our first responders are prepared, they train, they exercise on this stuff, and our intent is to keep the residents uh, safe and all our visitors coming to Tinley Park. And I know that's how a lot of the surrounding suburbs uh, operate also. Pat Carr is a Tinley Park village manager. Like everyone else, you're kind of like, what's the name now? What's the name? (laughs) Because we've gone through World, Hollywood Casino, First Midwest Bank, but we're talking about one of the biggest, best music venues around Chicagoland, and it is in Tinley Park. So obviously you're always aware of how to manage big crowds, but that's the problem. You, you you can't anticipate what's going to happen. It's it's spurred by social media. They all hit at once, and what can be done to stop it? Well, I, I think, you know, I think we look at a, probably a different way sometimes of how we might monitor social media, and we do monitor it. It's there's so many different sites out there, you know, and you never know which one is, is throwing the information out there. But we we try to coordinate with our agency partners, whether it be, you know, the, the federal government, the state or the county level. Uh, we'll be engaging them more to get intelligence information on 
on different things that are happening in the area. But, uh, you know, what we can do is, is prepare to, to unfortunately react to something like that, uh, like our first responders did. And if we have to shut down an event, we'll shut down an event. But the priority is the, is the safety of, of the people that are attending the event, our residents, and, and that's what our focus will be on. And Pat, do you think some of these kids see it pop up on social media and they go, ah, that's fun, I'm just going to go, not understanding that it's going to break out into chaos and they get there and then they're like, I really don't want to participate in this? Did you see some kids show up and then quickly try and just get away? Well, I wasn't there, but uh, I don't think so. I think the people that that do attend that are doing it to be part of that group. Whether whether they realize the impact that they're having, that might be a different situation. But they're going there. They're going there with the rest of the group, and uh, you know we we respond to it. You know, but it's also unfortunate that you have the social media aspect, and it goes on both sides. Whether it be people that are commenting uh, on our different uh, posts or the websites or Facebook pages that we have that that make it a racial. Uh, episode and and that's not that's not what it is okay what what it is is people that are there to disrupt and then unfortunately you have people that egg it on on social media to try to make it a racial thing and it just grows from there so we're managing multiple facets of any given incident because of of people that are inciting that aren't even part of the original group that are inciting uh this type of chaos Right, right. Yeah, the the hate just permeates the whole community through social media. So you you arrested five kids, and a lot of text messages came into WGN Radio on Monday and said, uh, when you only get five, it screams that you can cause trouble and get away with it because there were numbers in the two, three, four hundred range. Do those kids share any details? What are their charges? And will you find out anything from them that will help prevent anything like this in the future? Well, again, I wasn't at the event. From what I hear from from our our public safety team, is that you know they were given local citations. You know, again, these these were kids. These were thirteen, fourteen, fifteen year old kids. What mm-hmm. they're juveniles. We can't hold them. We can't really arrest them. And you know, it's you could you could try to do that. And as as our police department comment, we could be tied up with with. 50 youths that are sitting at a police station now we're waiting to get their parents and and i and i get it people are mad but you know nowadays you really can't charge them for that much that will stick on them for arresting these people you know it's uh their kids and you know uh, it, it's a very difficult situation and, and it comes down to you know hopefully the parents of these kids realize the the uh, damage that their kids did and and there's something that happens out of that but again um, we're looking at various ways that we can try to create some policies for some of these events with juveniles whether it's parental supervision uh, or something like that so it's it's a difficult situation I know a lot of people are upset saying you know arrest everybody but it, it's not that easy and right. Um, our, our police department, our officers out there on the ground did what they had to do. We had one officer that was hurt and thank, thank God he wasn't seriously hurt, but you you know, it's what we try to do to, to keep the residents safe and, and we'll do that and continue to do that. Well, thank you for talking about it. Thank you for working on the issue that I think a lot of communities are 
going to be facing. And let's face it, you guys do it well with one of the biggest music venues that you have down there. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Lisa. Pat Carr, Tinley Park Village Manager.